All right, time for the Sunrise Wellness uh, Center report. Uh, with the Sunrise Wellness Center's own Dr. Ronald Sinago, you get a free consultation with a good man at 631-563-1444. Go to the website, folks. I implore you to do that. Everything he talks about on a weekly basis is up there. A lot of the stuff you don't hear around the media these days at all. Uh, go to that site, sunrisewellnesscenterli.com. Uh, back from a, a bit of a respite, oh, he's feeling better. Uh, you know, when he says he's not feeling well, you know, I'm concerned, quite frankly. And uh, he came to me yesterday via text, and I said, yeah, you're on today. Uh, so we welcome in the aforementioned Dr. Ron Sanagi. Are you feeling better, my friend? Oh, yes, I am feeling real good, Jay. Good morning. Good to have you. Good yeah, to have you. Are you here. concerned about this this new respiratory deal, RSV, that uh, hits young children? Uh, you, concerned uh, about that? No, I, I'm not. I mean, I think that, you know, if you focus on health with your child and you make sure that they've got the proper nutrients and they've got proper protein and they're getting uh, uh, proper rest, lots of water, they'll be fine. But did you hear what they said on the news, what the cause of it was? What's that? <laughs> Wearing masks. Ah. Can you believe that? I could not believe what I heard. They actually said that they had some couple of doctors on, uh, medical doctors on, and they said that the prolonged wearing of masks of the children weaken their immune systems. There I'm you like, go. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you can't make it up. Hey, well, I I'll tell you, question. Uh, a tremendous revelation uh, last night in the state of Florida between Ron DeSantis and Charlie Crist, who's vying for the gubernatorial post in the Sunshine State. Really, the uh, the only thing of importance that I got out of Chris last night was that uh, he would uh, never enforce mask wearing at this point in time. Uh, quite a revelation, I thought. Uh, but that's uh, neither here nor there. Uh, it is what it is. I, uh, yeah, well, you know what? The masks uh, have proven to be uh, uh, somewhat uh, of a detractor as far as good health these days. But that's a whole other it should have always been a personal decision. If somebody wants to wear a mask, mazel tov, God bless, <laughs> wear your mask. But uh, to force people to do it is, is, was, was ridiculous. The science wasn't there. Hey, uh, next week, you want to talk politics? Eh, politics on this show? Come on. Oh, okay. fun. Hey, I got some good stuff for you. Uh, okay. you, you know, uh, I, I put together a new and exciting uh, uh facet to, to the wellness center and uh, it's actually called Life Extension. It's an age reversal program called Turning Back Your Biological Clock. Uh, and this is much different from the normal types of patients that we see. Normally people come to us with chronic and serious health conditions. Uh, this is completely different. This is for people that are symptom-free and healthy and are looking to actually slow the aging process and increase their lifespan. Now, you know, I, I brought this up on your show, and I've been giving lectures and and um, uh, on reversing human aging for years. Uh, I did a tremendous amount of research on the subject, and the one question that's always asked is this: Is it possible to slow and even reverse the human aging process? And the simple answer is yes, it is. Uh, the one thing that amazed me is that. The information was easy to find. The research has been around for decades, but it kind of all ends up in the same, it all ends the same way. Let me explain. You'll be reading something, and they'll, they'll say this blank, be it a diet, a, 
a supplement, a nutrient, a technique, has been shown to increase human lifespan by 5%, 10%, 20%, some up to 30%. And that's where it ends. And you're like, wait a minute, what? What's next? You know, uh, it just stops. So, so you read these papers and you read these reports and you read in, in these journals and nobody puts it together. So I, I found it astonishing. I'm reading all this documented, peer-reviewed research, and no one puts it together in a working model. It just basically sits there in the, you know, in the research journals and, and in the research papers. So you know, I decided that it would be a good, a good way or something. I don't see it being done in the public, and I think many people would be interested in it. Now, nothing annoys me more than when doctors of all types, you know, you see them on YouTube and Facebook, TV commercials, Instagram, and they come on, they declare they've discovered the key. They've discovered the long-lost secret from the Himalayans for health. And, you know, I'm like, okay, uh, I'm not that smart. I'm not in the lab discovering a secret potion on longevity. But what I'm really good at is research and seeing the big picture. So I put it all together. So a, a layperson could easily understand this and follow uh, a, a program to actually achieve that goal. Uh, but I want to go back a little bit, Jay, I, and I think this is important because this program in my in my brain started like 20 years ago. Uh, you know, if you ask most people, you know, the simple question: Would you like to live to 90 or 100? And and people quickly jump and say yes. And I'm like, wait a minute. Slow down. Not so fast. Uh, quick story on uh, uh, an experience I had, uh, and it was a powerful one. Uh, my Aunt Grace, loving woman, had a stroke in her 80s, and it left her paralyzed and unable to speak. Uh, so I went to go see her in, uh, in a nursing home. Oh, my God. Have you ever been? To a nursing home? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I Jay, it was like Dante's Inferno. Oh, no. It was, uh, you know, people screaming, crying in wheelchairs, grown men in diapers asking for their mothers. Uh, one woman, when I was there, uh, she was in a wheelchair, and she kept calling me over, kept calling me over, kept calling me over. And I, I didn't know who the woman was. So she said, come here, come here. So when I approached her, she said, oh, son, thank God you're here. I've been waiting for you. And I, I'm like, I, I was about to say, oh, ma'am, I'm not your son. And the nurse pulled me aside, and she goes, her son dropped her off, you know, like five years ago and never came back. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, it it, it was powerful. It, it, no. she, she thought I was her son. And it really left a mark on me. And I'm like, when I left that place, I'm like, so this is how this ends? I mean, this is how life ends? I kept thinking in my head, like, like the people that that I witnessed that day. I'm like, I mean, this woman, what was she like when she was 20? You know, this young, beautiful woman, vibrant, you know, full of life and dreams, and you know, that old man in the diaper. You know, like at one point he was this strapping, robust man, tall and proud. And I was like, wait a minute, you know, there's got to be a better way. You know, we. This is just not the way this is supposed to end. My point is, so living longer is not necessarily always the best way. We've got to stay vibrant. 
We have to stay functional in body and mind. Uh, that's the most important part. You know, after, you know, living can be a living hell. And that place left a mark on me that day. Uh, it was it was real tough to see. So when I put this program together, I always kept that in mind. Like, you know, how do we end? You know, how's the last part of this thing called life end? And what can we do to make it better? And, and try to, you know, we all want to live longer, but we all want to live that last part healthy. Um, you know, they, there's the old saying that most people spend, the, you know, the first two-thirds of their life acquiring wealth, and the last third spending that wealth trying to acquire health. And I decided that it was a good time to implement this program. So I started this age reversal intervention program, and it's really well documented, and it's really easy to, uh, to, to follow. And there's eight parts to it, and I'll just read them real quick. The first one. Can I just interject something, my friend? Can I just interject one thing? Sure, buddy. On nursing homes, unfortunately, my mom was in one. Uh, She suffered a stroke uh, probably about six years ago, I think it is now. Um, And she died in a nursing home. But I got to tell you, uh, you know, let's give credit to a lot of those nurses. Oh, my God. uh, Yeah. Who were so instrumental. I got to tell you, I used to. Uh, every Friday, I bring them a box of donuts, really, because of the way they took care of her uh, up until upon her death. I mean, they don't get enough credit. They really no, don't. No, they don't. And this was over in um, the at the Huntington Nursing Home there. I forget exactly. It, it was on, I think it was on Route 25. It's been so long. But in essence, uh, I will never forget uh, the care. Uh, from these people, and they were all just great people, just around yeah, the clock don't, and everything else. They don't get enough credit. A lot of these people do not get enough credit. I want to interject that. Go ahead, my friend. No, that's, I'm glad you did because that's a great point. I mean, every time I went to see my aunt, uh, I, I mean, you had to hold back the tears. And for these people to have to show up, work, you know, to work every day in that environment and, and show these people, you know, uh, and and some of the people they're, they're difficult, you know. They 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 they're they're tough and they're lost and they don't know where they are and uh, you know they're not in control of their bowels and uh, you know they're hysterical and yet these nurses were there and and and, and the male and female nurses and the orderlies and boy I tell you they're they're doing God's work because that is one tough job. And uh, I'll tell you you're right. A lot of the uh, people that are there, you know, I mean, it's it, it's a little a little nutty, to say the least. But uh, and, and you know, it's interesting. You know, my my daughter threatens me that, uh, you know, Dad, I'm going to put you in a nursing home. <laughs> she, she always does that to me when she gets mad at me. I said, No way, my dear, you'll never catch me. So you know, that's really what it is. But you know, you're right. It's about staying healthy, vibrant, and everything else. Uh, it's so important. Then you you know. It's funny you say that, that Stephanie said the same thing to me. <laughs> so be careful of your kids when they make those threats, folks. <laughs> yeah. You try so, to avoid look, those places, but uh, it's all about remaining healthy. You know, that's really what it's about. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, but that nursing home left, a, a, you know, a, a powerful mark on me. And, uh, you know, I didn't – I don't see anyone doing this type of work that I that I put together in a practical program that people can actually go 
get educated on and actually do positive steps to achieve this. So the age reversal interventions is the first part. It's a three-part system. And the first part is there's eight things that you have to take care of. You have to resolve inflammation in your body. Inflammation is a killer. You have to uh, remove senescent cells. Those are those sick cells that don't die and don't do their jobs. And there's uh, very, very strong supplementation and diet uh, uh, choices that can really help that. We have to boost NAD. That's the nutrient in the, the, uh, the supplement, nicotinamide riboside, that helps the mitochondria function. We have to be able to make our, our cells have to be able to create energy through our mitochondria, and we need NAD. We have to lengthen the telomeres at the end of the chromosomes, and there's techniques to do that. We have to trigger autophagy, which is cellular cleansing. We have to restore youthful methylation. Now, methylation is utilizing B vitamins. The process of methylation is involved in creating energy and blocking viruses and turning genes on and turning genes off. Um, We have to increase these enzymes called sirtuins. Sirtuins actually repair DNA damage, and they diminish as we age, but now we have ways to increase the sirtuin level in the cells, and that's a prime way of slowing the aging process. Remember, an old the difference between a young man and an old man, a young man can repair DNA damage, an older person can't or not as well, uh, and we can actually do that now. Uh, we have to shut down that thing that we talked about before, mTOR, which is an enzymatic reaction, a anabolic reaction of building and what happens is this mTOR is a part of our growth process, building muscle and fat, but it's triggered by eating. And since we eat all day, every day, and never miss a day, we're constantly triggering this thing called mTOR, which is a prime driver of cancer. And we also must increase AMPK. So we've got to shut down um, mTOR and increase AMPK. So those eight steps are the, the basic fundamental steps in actually slowing the aging process and increasing human lifespan. Some of them have been shown in animal models up to 30% increase in lifespan in, in, you know, in rats and mice, 30%. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Um, and again, you read this in those journals and that's where it just stops. You know, you're like, why aren't we doing this with people? The next thing is we've got to look at the top two killers of, of Americans. The top killer of Americans, the top two are heart disease and cancer. And from a wellness perspective, we look at both of them much differently than Western medicine. Uh, heart disease, 40 years ago, the number one killer was heart disease. It's the number one killer today. And they keep lowering cholesterol numbers. I think when I got out of school, the number was 350. Now it's 200. Uh, the number one selling drug in the country is statins. But yet, heart disease is still the number one killer. They're missing part of it. And what they're missing is that coronary artery disease and heart disease is an inflammatory condition. God didn't make a mistake by putting cholesterol in the body. What's happening is now it's a combination of multiple systems breaking down. When our bodies become inflamed, when we trigger our immune system, when we have all these inflammatory cytokines or inflammatory 
chemicals in immune cells circulating through their blood. They combine with the cholesterol, and you combine that with high blood sugar, and you get like this trifecta that leads to coronary artery disease and heart disease. Yeah. So we, we look at it differently. Um, and also with cancer, we look at it metabolically, and uh, medicine looks at it genetically. Now, we don't treat cancer, and I make that very clear. I don't want to get myself in trouble with the medical profession here. I don't treat cancer. But we look at it from a standpoint of prevention, and, and cancer lives on two things. Now, remember, our cells use three things. They use oxygen, fat, and glucose, and that goes to the mitochondria, and that's where our cells produce ATP. And when our cells, that's called cellular respiration. When your cells are breathing like a, a really good furnace, you're taking in this oxygen, fat, and, and glucose, and you're creating this energy so our cells can do their jobs, they produce heat, and then they die to be replaced. Well, what happens is cancer, when your cells become very inefficient at producing energy, certain cells will switch and stop using oxygen and start using glucose, sugar. They switch from uh, breathing oxygen or oxidative phosphorylation to fermentation. And they start to use sugar as their primary energy source. So by having an extremely low carbohydrate diet, you can now really make a, a really powerful effect on preventing cancer. The other thing cancer requires for energy is glutamine. Now you can't you can't get rid of glutamine. It's in, it's in all our foods. It's everywhere. We need glutamine. But you can use glutamine blockers that block the uptake of glutamine into the cancer cells. And that's like green tea. Uh, Garcinia cambogia is another one, uh, lipoic acid, uh, and a few other. So that way what we're trying to do is minimize the top two killers, work those eight facets of uh, of ensuring that we can increase lifespan. And the third thing is you have to repair your metabolic systems. You can't have a leaky gut. You can't have adrenals that don't work. You can't have high blood sugar. You can't have an immune system that's activated, that's pumping out inflammation. You must have proper vitamins, D, B, C, vitamin K, uh, proper minerals from zinc, magnesium, potassium, selenium, uh, iodine. So that whole triple process is designed to give us healthy years near the end, extend the human lifespan, and slow that aging process down as best we can. I don't know too many people that offer this to patients. Um, and, you know, when I was telling this to Stephanie, she goes, well, who's going to utilize this program? She goes, who do, you, who, you, who do you think is going to be the people that are looking to utilize a program like this? Well, I said, you know, I, I would hope everybody, but the young aren't interested in that. You know, when you're young, you're not interested in, in longevity. Um, it's probably going to be mostly upper middle-aged people in their 50s and 60s and probably some in their 70s. But usually people that have obtained... You know, the things we yearn for in our 20s, you know, we've, uh, we have we have the material things. We have the house, the car, the boats, the children. Uh, we have money in the bank. Um, now we see the finish line. I, and I know I'm going to be 60 this year. I see it. And, you know, we start to 
see and feel our mortality. And we're like, well, how's this thing going to end? You know, we certainly don't want to end up like those people in that nursing home. And we want to try to live as long as we can and have a vibrant, healthy life. So we have a lot to say about that answer. There's so much that we can do, and there's so much in your own power that you can control, but no one's ever put it together. And that's what I've worked at doing. So a lay person could come in, and I could teach them all this and show them how to do this and then teach them how to do this for decades to come. Uh, I, I think it's wonderful. And, uh, of course, insurance doesn't cover anything like this. Uh, it's This is designed for people that just really want to increase their health and slow their aging process um, and live as long as possible. Uh, so for the price of a couple of dental implants, you can actually change the last third of your life to nothing better. I mean, all these steps can only do one thing, make the last part of our lives the best it can be. Listen, it's, it's great advice. I think that we're governed by the way, you know, uh, you know, our parents kind of went through the, the latter years. I know I am. And, you know, I took it upon myself, but you know, we have like a family history of uh, heart disease and whatnot here, and I took it upon myself just to, you know, I've never I've never had a regimen of not being healthy, to be honest with you. You know, I started out real young in my athleticism and everything else in the day, playing football and whatnot. But, you know, it's interesting because some of that stuff, you know, you carry on. I've always had the cause to carry on that regimen. And even, you know, my last blood work, which was – uh, exuberant to me because my cholesterol dropped 40 points over That's the great. last year. It went from 212 to 180, you know, which is incredible to me. But, you see, it's all about eating. You see, diet to me has so much to do with all this stuff, you know. Sure it does. Carbs, you know, making sure the sugars and everything else are under control. To me, that is essential. Now, if you couple Good eating habits with the proper exercise, that is a recipe for success. Yeah, it is. And unfortunately, you know what happens a lot of times? The, the way Western medicine works is, you know, if, if you're slamming your cholesterol down with a stat and you're slamming your blood pressure down with a blood pressure pill, you're slamming your blood sugar down with an insulin shot or, you know, metformin, you still have all three of those problems. Just by you know using artificial means to come in and slam these numbers down. Now that doesn't mean that that's always a bad thing to do. I got it, and it's certainly better than not doing anything. But you know, if you ended up on a desert island tomorrow when you didn't have a CVS nearby, guess what you want to wake up with? High cholesterol, high blood sugar, and high blood pressure, because you're not solving these issues. We right. want to try to resolve these issues, and 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 you know, I mean. It's amazing. People come in in their 60s and their 70s, and I ask for a list of medications. Jay, sometimes people hand me a, a loose-leaf sheet. It's got 15 of them on Too many. Yeah. We're over-medicated in this country. Come on. Really oh, are. You and I speak about that all the time. But, Jay, I was astonished at the, at the research out there. You know, page after page, increased lifespan 5%. This increases lifespan 9%. This can increase lifespan 25%. I'm like, I'm reading this. I'm like... How come nobody's putting this together? How come nobody's putting this in a functional, uh, uh, you know, a, a workable model 
that people can now access and utilize because they're saying, hey, I want to be proactive. I don't want it to be that nursing home person. I want the last part of my life. I've worked hard. I've, you know, I've got my success. I've got my children. I've got my grandchildren. I want to experience life. Uh, this is a great way to do that. Uh, and working with people that are healthy and, you know, working with people that have chronic and serious health issues is, is uh, wonderful, and I love it. But it's a much different ball game when you're working with people that are symptom free and they're and they're basically in good health, and they just want to be in great health. They just want to do what's best, and that's where it just it becomes a wonderful experience for both them and for the doctor. The opening question you had was essential, and that is, you know, how long do you want to live? You know, for me, it's as long as possible, as long as I'm healthy and I'm not dependent on anybody, you know? Well, that's my point. Uh, you know, what, yeah. do you do, what, are, what are you doing? And this is a rhetorical question, of course, but, I mean, so what are we doing? What are you doing? What am I – what are we doing to achieve that goal? And, right. You know, if you ask most people, they don't – they, they're, they're trying to figure this out by themselves. Well, don't. That's my job. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? That's that workable model I'm talking about, where we can come in and I can show you A to Z. Look, these are, these are the things. If you do this, you're giving yourself the best shot from giving what we know chance, yeah. in 2022. Good stuff. Dr. Ronald Sinatra, you get a free cause. Everything he talks about is on the website, folks, Sunrise Wellness Center, LI.com. Great information again. Uh, and you can get a free consult with a good man at 631-563-1444. Sir, yeah, I say next week we talk a little politics, right? We get That's going to be right before the election. Absolutely. And uh, you got the big debate tonight, Lee Zeldin and Kathy Hochul from Pace. Oh, yes, I'm going to watch that. Uh, I'm eagerly anticipating that debate. University. So check that out. Yeah, you'll be great, tonight. and I'll talk to you next week, my friend. You got it. 